OBC シーケンスタイマースタート Initiating the onboard computer sequencer 駆動用電池起動 Thermal batteries activation SMC 点火 Solid motor side jet ignition あなたのホストとのアブストラクトジャパンポッドキャストタイラー・アブストラクト
Alrighty, we are back. Baby. And let's, like I said, we should uh, oh, come by. Switch uh, to the glass. In chronological order. Pretty much since we left off, which is not too long ago. We're eating snacks, uh, celebrating the new year. Mm -hmm. Survive that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So we're back. Uh, we saw, let's start off, like I said, Yojimbo. We got to see that at the uh, East Meast West. On film. Actual, actual. 35 millimeter film. Of, yes. Black and white, uh, Kira Kurosawa, mm -hmm. and it's all its film glory. Mm -hmm. And uh, my God, uh, uh, I, I've long wanted to see this film, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm dying to know what your thoughts were, because. It was interesting, yeah, actually. I you haven't seen much uh, Kurosawa. Not much, only uh, Seven and Samurai. And I've only seen Ron, so this is like... Um, it was one of my first like major reactions was, was it was a lot funnier than I expected. Yes. It was kind of like tongue-in-cheek. There's a bit of like... Like kind of he's almost... like a hero jerk kind of guy. Like there's a whole just kind of fuck around to it. Yeah. Essentially, which I I was expecting it to be a like lot that's more the standoff between serious the two and regal, but no, it's like it's like really well done. I don't know if it like I assume that was the intent. Cause the, like, yeah, I think so too. Because a tongue in cheek like... kind of like comedy. Essentially, I wouldn't. That it might be heavy on that word. Not but. not comedy, but it, there is some humor. Some like yes. uh, not dark humor, but there is like some it's very kind of essentially. Yeah, it's uh, hard to really classify. It's, it's not, not like depraved or anything like right, that either. Yeah. It's just it's very like like the, like when the two uh, opposing sides. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you don't know the plot of Yojimbo, it's basically if you've seen A Fistful of Dollars, which we've mm -hmm. watched a little bit of that beforehand too, is yeah. uh, basically a uh, wandering samurai mm -hmm. uh, who doesn't uh, say he, like he's kind of like no named until he sees mm -hmm. uh, like. Mm -hmm. uh, when he's at one of the families, he looks across the uh, beautiful shot going like zoomed in on this field. Um, oh yeah, that's uh, not, that starts off so... Yep, uh, I'm trying to remember what uh, what his name was, but mm. yeah, but it basically, also... and he tries to pit these two families mm -hmm. uh, or two opposing sides mm -hmm. in this town against one another so mm -hmm. they can go away because they're mm -hmm. kind of like strangling this town. Mm -hmm. uh, and Fistful of Dollars is literally the exact same story. It was so, I'm so surprised seeing... Uh, one of my favorites, and they played it the next night too on the film. Mm. Uh, I was so surprised to see like how very similar it all is. Like just wandering into town. Although I like the beginning of this movie where he just is at the crossroads and he just mm, throws a stick up in the air and it lands one way and he just goes yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that, like weirdness and humor, and also the violence. Uh, like the first like uh, time he strolls into town. Uh, a dog comes down the street with a severed hand in its mouth mm -hmm. and it's done in such like a weird kind of like not a strange way but it's like mm -hmm. uh, just very uh, like uh, kind of uh, I, I don't know it's, and that and it being all black and white but it's still very violent mm -hmm. like there are moments like it is almost like is a <laughs> Star Wars like the cantina scene where you slice off yep. somebody's arm and, and there's a Removed yeah. a, uh, appendage at one point, <laughs> yeah. also involving <laughs> the transportation of the appendage. Yeah, well, like, I want to spoil it, but uh, yeah, one one uh, also another thing is that I ex um, didn't realize it was so kind of uh, theatrical, like like a one stage type thing. There's mm -hmm. that big sweeping shot in the beginning and that's your big nature shot but the rest of it essentially is in one 
square area, like the center of town, pretty mm-hmm. much. And it takes more of the the. Um, it's very much more focused on the characters and like it's. That's what I really and I love that actually. I didn't expect it, but I loved it because I come from like a theater background mm-hmm. where you know it's much. There's much more emphasis on the characters themselves and reactions and like, telling a whole story within just like minimal minimal uh scene changes at all and it was 100 percent effective yeah it's like so engaging even though there's little, there was you know not much there wasn't like pics you know nature yeah. shots and everything it's like in the it's town it's very yeah. well contained yeah. like it's very much like a, just... something i would actually kind of like to see a rendition in theater like oh, even, even though that's, that's could... a tough uh, you tough material, do but you can do totally, totally, totally done. Stage play kind of thing. Yeah. Like uh, we saw Hateful Eight, and because like samurai films mm-hmm. and western films are like tied to the hip, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because of Yojimbo. Like it's it, it's staggering. Like I mean, to the extent, yes, yeah. you told me Fistful of Dollars got they but that got like sued. I, yeah, I know they had. Like, if you don't know the story, because it was uh, that close. Uh, yeah, Leon uh, and the writers of the script, like they mm-hmm. basically because they were on such a low budget, didn't get the rights to make a uh, adaptation <laughs> of this film and it is so like so like the scenes where he goes and tells like there's a you know so many deaths in the, in the town that they have like a full-time uh, grave digger and a uh, coffin maker and everything and he the he goes past the undertaker and in this one he think he, he says get four coffins ready mm-hmm. and uh, at the end he's like you know he wastes like five people and he's like better get five and uh uh, so, uh, like, in the uh, same thing happens in Fistful of Dollars, where, like, Joe, Clint Eastwood's character, just wanders up so he can prove himself to, you know, one side that is worth their money. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, one thing... Uh, and he wastes, like, four people. Quick, quick interest is something you miss on recording the podcast. You did a... When you said the character Joe, Clint Eastwood, you did a cigar-smoking motion. That's obviously something only... I I witnessed. I know that doesn't come into visual, but that's true. That's very true. Much, but that's, it's, it's, it's like the that almost is a, the almost a re, re, like must like reaction to to express you know the quintessential yep. Clint character. I mean like, that and like the poncho and chewing uh, on a cigar, sometimes smoking on a fistful of dollars. So you should watch both. Yeah, of not films. If because you have not seen either. I highly recommend because both. it's so similar. There's not like it's no reason not to. You know. Yeah. Don't, don't like. There are de- there are some differences, but it, tests you. But it it's, it's just, just an interpretation. Plays, you know, yeah. it's cool. Cool. There are differences, but like yeah. both the soundtracks for both these mm. films are amazing. The cinematography, yeah. the acting, they're up there. It's like uh, it's yeah, it's really uh, influential. I think for. Yeah. a lot of other material coming after after that mm-hmm. and then uh, like weekend uh, after I went and saw Django uh, mm. which is pretty much the exact same plot again yeah like, I wanted to see that I uh, that yeah that was that was funny it wasn't uh, in film mm. but it was uh, in Italian which was nice. amazing but they played the uh, English version of the song <laughs> for Django uh, which is like like it's uh, if you've watched Django Unchained it's that same one that plays mm. in the beginning uh, and that's that's where the similarities end, other than you know, style and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, Django is. Uh, I've been really I've been thinking of that film a bit too. It's kind of uh, a little uh, rough in some spots, but oh, yeah. it still it has that just Depends style yeah, and kind of fun, yeah. one of the best final shots in a film I've ever fucking seen. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! 
I was kind of blown away at the end of it. Uh, but yeah. The, so infamous for some, some crazy, you know, on-shot on, uh, on injuries that came into the film. Mm. It's one of those things like, you know, some, you know, movie fact tidbits can be interesting, but there's some that if you know the tidbit, it actually makes you appreciate yeah. that one part. That one part, Leonardo DiCaprio, and he slams his hand down and breaks some glass and there's blood <laughs> on there. Yep. That's actually, that actually Aragon, happened. Aragon, uh, uh, yeah. Viggo Morrison yeah. kicking the helmet and accidentally really breaking his tough yep. and screaming through the pain. And another one. Uh, and keep on going. Um, hitting a, hitting a, uh, sword, a knife thrown through and blocking it with the sword. Yep. And that was in, unintentional. It was supposed to be thrown like away from him. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think that the, there like was something that. in Yojimbo. Uh, like it's been a month uh, mm. since seeing this film, so I'm a little hazy on all the details. Yeah. Of it, and it was still. a midnight showing. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, go and support and your midnight showing at your local theaters if you have it. Yeah, if you're, if you're blessed to have to have that. Yeah, where it, it's local for us. I mean, we have to yeah. drive an hour outside of our time but not our not not our little town no <laughs> but still it's, re- it's yeah. reachable to get to these kind yeah. of things if you want to you know go yeah extra miles it's worth it you know yeah. we go with a little hour drive you know chill into, into the big city and uh see some amazing like to, to see you they're playing a uh, police film. story uh, i think tonight and police uh, story yeah. two next yeah. weekend yeah. uh but yeah the, uh, we'll have a, we have another movie to talk about, but I think we should probably get to some music and shit. Sounds good, yeah. Might as well spread it out. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's dive into the rainbow jelly, jelly cerebral neurosis of pleasure. The beautiful middle. Um, if you don't know, we get usually get a little weird. And thank you for sticking around. <laughs> and we'll continue on with Nidori Hirano. And then after that, Beyond the Hill. And then followed by Twisted or Twister Super Graphics. <laughs> and then followed by Fami. So please, please enjoy. Yeah. No, enough said. Let's continue on our orbit into space
Alrighty, we are back. Back in effect. Back in action. We're back. A dinosaur story. Oh, roll back the rock. Roll back the clock. Sam 76. So we are back. And of course, in my full immersion experience, I put on visual visuals as well. We're watching jellyfish. Yep. Just kind of floating around, really trippy. Very uh, specific couple ones too. They seem to be very pink and blue. <laughs> <laughs> very like Boris. That's yeah. all I can think throughout this whole one. Like kind of that's just true. want to listen to Boris now and watch that. But very fitting for the uh, cerebral. Uh, Jelly. jelly has in the yeah. pretty much if the visuals match up in the middle then my goal is been achieved but also for the guest you know if you're ever a physical guest you kind of know you get the full immersion experience no, enough said yeah you know visual yeah <laughs> enough said yeah so um yes your jimbo check it out obviously that was yes. uh and Excellent let's time. go on talk about that was the never-ending... Never-ending man, Hayao Miyazaki. Never-ending man, This yeah. is a, a documentary about uh, Miyazaki, not the uh, same as... Uh, was it the uh, Kingdom of Dreams and Nightmares, Something I think? Something like that, yeah. really cool title. That was a more focused on his yeah. quote-unquote last film, which was The Wind mm. Rises, about uh-huh. uh, the uh, inventor of the Zero mm-hmm. uh, plane, fighter plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, so which he... also good. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, like, during that, that's pretty much focused on that production. Mm-hmm. This is, like, focused in during, like, 2015, 2016, uh-huh. and is more focused on getting back into <laughs> animating, but uh, focusing more on yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, just, like, picked up where it left off, uh, really they kind of They kind of closed uh, Studio Ghibli. Yes. Like, literally dusty the, like they uh other some of the other uh yeah. animators went to do studio Ponic where they did uh what was Mary it? and the witch say was studio pon ponuk p-o-n-c-o i've done i'm trying to butcher it i did not, not, studi- not studio ponyo no no <laughs> not studio that actually ponyo. kind of has a, has a nice ring to it studio oh, ponyo oh, oh no look this up so <laughs> Uh, Punk, P-O-N-O-C. And I actually happy, saw they did a uh, uh, a side little side. They did a, uh, and I can speak about it a little mm-hmm. later. But they did a uh, viewing for Fathom events as um, uh, some shorts called mm-hmm. Modest Heroes that are just like three little shorts mm-hmm. uh, that uh, they just showed on the big screen and uh, very well done, very Ghibli inspired because it's mm-hmm. kind of like the same production staff just mm-hmm. minus. Hayao Miyazaki, and, mm-hmm. uh, I saw Takahata because he mm-hmm. passed away as well. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> more to Never Ending Man, this is just about him, Miyazaki, coming back into the fold. Like, I want to literally do a, yeah. a short Miyazaki. story, uh, just a short film that's going to be using computer uh, generated, you know, uh, images. Yeah, first, I, uh, well, you obviously have to start with where he, he comes, you know, big press thing. Man, get those cameras, you could hear clicking like crazy. And that was for his it's retirement. Like, like, it's like, yes, retirement. I've retired again, again, and yes, again. Yep. But I only, it's like funny, it's, I'm retiring, it was more like a subtitle, and he literally said it, retiring from 
full length, length films, but yes. I'm gonna do short, so I'm not like, yeah. I ain't done yet. He's literally, he, he literally cannot stay away from, from, from working. Workaholic. And yeah, it, it just and a troubled workaholic, which you see, you get, you really get to, you know, all, all these ones, you get all these documentaries, you really just get to see it in this particular one. Still a chain smoker, like, yeah, less so, but. Uh, still like smoking them cigarettes at seventy. So hey, do what you want to do, man. It's your life. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I remember the Sp- uh, Spirit Away DVD came with like a little featurette about the production yes. of Spirit Away, and he yeah, he smokes like uh, it. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker! Well, yeah, yeah, at least, least put one out like the other one. Yeah, at least cup. The he's calmed down to the extent of not lighting one cigarette with another cigarette. Yeah, he's okay. like, okay. <laughs> Enough for a while. Yeah, at then, least give it a good five minutes yeah. for the air to kind of waft out. <laughs> but uh, more the fact, like, yeah, this is kind of very, it was kind of kind of low budget, just one guy walking around with Miyazaki most yeah. of the time. Seems like a seems like here a, and there a with a friend other. or something. You have all access pass. Yeah, he's always kind of like. At a, first, when it started, don't you have something better to do? <laughs> he's always kind of snide to him. He is, and he it is. is it is very personal man. too. He's a workaholic. Yeah. He's an old Japanese guy, and <laughs> it's so funny. Just like he, really a funny insight into his he just like daily into life. People as like oh, yeah. that one. Uh, I don't know if it was like you know just an intern or somebody like doing. Uh, some sort of animation uh, work oh, on that's all the story like, was finished. Yeah, it was like he, heat of the moment. He they blurred his face out. He didn't yeah. want to be seen. Like you just, you just, you should just quit right just now. Quit. Like oh, this man. is not what I was looking for. You should just quit. What's even more telling is like towards the end of the production uh, was when they showed that this is what we're trying to do with AI deep think learning mm. and you know stuff like that to make animation that's mm. created by computers. You know, computer animations mm. made by computers, mm. and it shows this twisted, freaky, yeah, like Not almost like Attack on Titan, but more demented, like something. Yeah, that I think like that requires like for context that this this new short he was making was complete. He decided like hundred percent complete digital animation, and that for me is like that's he did huge. The, he do the storyboards and a few little animatics that, like with hand, but that is huge. And then like a couple like it was like a couple weeks into just them starting the project. Here comes his this word sale. And yeah, they show this footage of like this AI learning comp things, but it's yeah, it's, it's distorted like zombie bodies, which is is has its own cell. It's very popular, but not to Miyazaki. No, like he found he nothing in this. Having thing. a he like he was a, he's the kind of dude daily existential crisis kind of guy, uh, but will still power on and just work. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah, <laughs> that was so. He tears into these guys. Like yeah. I knew, he so, like he also like gives like an anecdote to it. Just like and we were very personal, uh, very very yeah, personal. Like, I used to have this friend that I would meet every day who was very deformed and nagging and would take so much energy just to high five, high five yeah. uh, me on the way to work. I am a high and I see this thing and I yeah. sh- I see it knows no thing nothing of pain or. Mm anything productive whatever you want to do with like video games or whatever yeah. and things like you know he just goes like I, and man the guy who was pitching this was almost in tears like oh my god like, was stiff as a board as like, stiff as a board as soon as I saw that anima- animatic I was like this is not gonna go too soon dude too soon like, 
Like I, I don't know how you doesn't want to get how you read a room so bad when you like think like you know who would like something that's completely made by machines and is so inorganic and devoid of any any life or essence of quote unquote life or any spark is and and present that to Hayao Miyazaki is like check this out like what what are you doing but mind melts yeah. <laughs> Uh, like and I, I, I see the use of that technology. Of course, I am in awe of, of course. Like, I am in awe of that it's, technology. It's cutting it's not edge. For this, it's not cutting for this edge kind of into thing. like the younger guys. Like, like, why were you pitching like, that? For to example, the person, the yeah, the like, uh, person who was the director of the the short film. The mm-hmm. you know that was a cutting edge. He's like fresh faced dude. That dude is like has such fresh potential. You yeah. know. That's for that, but Miyazaki is such an old stone. He's still rolling. Yep. He's got a little moss on him, yep. but he's still rolling. And this Not whole as much moss as project too. Moss. It's like, <laughs> you know, he's trying to to work with like coming from like a basically a two D background in animation to using yeah. computers and uh, still like two D anime, but it still has this you know yeah. use of like computers in a three D three D realm and stuff like that, but. It's, yeah, him trying to, like, trying to use a computer in anime is like, okay, yeah, this is, yeah, understands it's hard, and, yeah, it's, it's such a transition from, like, literally a lifestyle, that's like, that's like asking, yeah, that's like, trying to ask Stan, you know, the the farmer recipes, Stan Lee, uh, to just go all, like, all digital, like, 100%, like, you know. He even even admits, like, the only way he could please, like, be at ease, like, with anything he does is if there was another him, like, uh, and he also sucks the life out of uh, yeah. Young people, he like is, he's the most hard work. He is even, a very, very like, even in it was funny. Yeah, it was like even in his process of of uh, absorbing the just the, the concept of CGI was still a hard ass. And he's been at this particular story well, for ever caterpillar, too. Caterpillar, it's about a caterpillar that's like just like the original idea was like just a caterpillar like getting from one leaf to another leaf across the road yeah. kind of thing, and like just make a film out of that and figure. Well, what if I made it into a short and it's just like, you know, this caterpillar in this strange little world. Yeah, like a high production short. It's and, it's, like, and it's completed. You can only see it at the Ghibli Museum, which is all the way in Japan. It's so, it's so interesting now that yeah. I saw that, I want to see it. But if you got, if you make it to the Ghibli Museum. It had me sold. Like, yeah. It was like that. And, and, it, and the kicker. see the final. Yep. Yeah. Like, and the kicker at the end of this is uh, he wants to do another movie mm. before the 2020 Olympics. Yeah. Then so, all of a sudden left wing is like. Yeah, Miyazaki's like, ah, uh, this th- this project isn't going as well as I can, and he's such a he's he's a tyrant. He can make these decisions. He's like, yeah, pretty much just gonna scrap this project, which I'm glad it was made. At least they by. they at least like, scrap this. Yeah. I'm going to uh, surprise uh, n- surprise not so surprise. I'm going to make a. F- Full length, full length feature film, and I just want to go out that. But when you see the film, you realize it. It's so personal. It's like a deeper level for these decisions. Like yeah. he's such, he's one of those people that if he doesn't work, he'll just like <laughs> like dust. Well, just they, like, they also like, like like wither away, and like he wants to go out. I don't think it's how Takahata died yeah. during the production of this. I think it might have been just after. But like they, they also mention a lot of his. Uh, former co-workers mm-hmm. that still, you know, past Ghibli works and, mm-hmm. like, have passed on. Like, 
He's like, everyone's dying around me. Yeah. still around. I'm like, I'm it was actually very much, yeah, it was actually a lot of, it wasn't yeah. just a lot of insight into, you know, what uh, the, you know, mm-hmm. his, what his products were, more like him as a human. Yeah, it's, it's a little cut and dry. Getting but old kind of, and yeah. like, and just very, it was very personal. I really, it was, I, it was nice and, and I really like, yeah. kind of like those raw documentaries. No fluff, like. Definitely recommend it. Really good insight. It's very layered into, you know. A little cut and dry, but it's still. Yeah, very like, much cut and dry. Yeah, not, yeah. not your like. This is the archive. Yeah, 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 like no. they 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 cut show, that they show the first a few part. clips. Like yeah, the beginning they get it out. It's like, like here's if here's you want to know this is. Yeah. These are some of the movies: Totoro, you get Rana, Ponyo, you, you get a Princess Mia, yeah. uh, Princess Mononoke. Then it's like you know. and the now. Because yep. he is such a character, all you need to do is pretty much roll the camera, and thus ensues like yeah, it's just like brilliant. Scene. Very, very nice. <laughs> is a character. Yeah. It is also nice. He's so <laughs> cynical. He's like, he's so cynical, but beautiful. Like, so funny. It makes me most beautiful. Like, especially things kids inspire, like, make dreams of. He just, he doesn't want to, like, you know, if you're going to do something, you got to do it. Do right, it right. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Don't do it right. Yeah, he's, he's not not one to just. Uh, he, he tears fuck it. Around. He tears yeah. into Frozen too, which was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like, and I. Well, that's a little personal it, insight. A weird, yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird insight where he's like, he doesn't like the song "Let It Go" and like being content mm-hmm. with yourself. It's like, mm-hmm. why should you be content with yourself? You should be always striving yeah. to be something, yeah. something more. And it's like, like it's like okay, yeah, but that's not exactly the message that this mm-hmm. movie's trying to get. But still, it's or like, like a perfect insight into where it's uh, just like very. Of the now it was like where he, uh, Miyazaki and his uh, producer were, were talking about how, like his producer, they're like, they're taking his license away, driver's license away, and yep. things like that. Very simple, like normal human things. Like it's it's very refreshing. So I yeah. do recommend to check it out. We um, saw it at this one the screen, Luna Theater, Luna in, uh, Theater in Massachusetts. Little, little, the one screen little place uh, we saw an old uh, like. Uh, Production L, if like if, any, if anyone we mentioned uh, one night a short yeah. walk on girl, that's where we got to see yeah. that. Yeah, so it yeah. definitely again like old. Check your local Will Mill converted now to this little yeah. one theater in there. Uh, like, I can mention a little quickly because I saw them and yeah. it's kind of tangentially related. Uh, the mm-hmm. Studio Pontiac uh, shorts for yeah. the Modest Heroes, those are very very Ghibli like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one in particular was like a kind of uh, like. They're like, think Secret World of Arietti, but uh-huh. they're crabs, yeah. but they're people. So, uh-huh. like, and it's basically just a very short one where they, they lose, uh, the mom's gone for a little bit, uh-huh. nesting or whatever, and the dad is swept away, and these two uh, little uh, crab kids, uh, <laughs> it's like saying like crab people mm-hmm. in South Park. Crab people. But it's very, it's very people. like jibbly, like, like they go to find their dad, and they, you know, it's just a very short little, like, 10 minutes kind of like adventure 15 minute adventure the other two though are like way more interesting i find like life ain't gonna lose is about a kid who has an egg allergy and like growing up like Hmm. like just in like uh just past like preschool middle school kind of thing like living with that kind of uh uh like deficiency like he, he will die if he gets like any kind of uh, egg product uh, like in his system or touches mm. his body and it's, huh. 
it, it was yeah, animated in such a beautiful way too in, in spots. It's such a different kind of uh, like interesting to see such a grounded tale uh, done such a way. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. But I have to say my favorite was the last one called Invisible, mm-hmm. which is basically about a guy who is invisible. Like it, it is so starkly animated and like, but just it. I don't know. It touches upon something, and I, I don't want to say anything more. But if you want to see like. Uh, and uh, at the very end, like past the credits of these fabulous, they do a little bit of a uh, like interview with the director and the uh, talk to the production designer, uh, the d- director of the the shorts, and he mentioned like uh, to the director, this one's like, oh, I want to do a story about a uh, invisible man. I was like, I can't, I can't draw that. How do you draw an invisible man? <laughs> I know. But they do it in it's such a way that it, 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 it's ever. great. I I, I really want to oh. see that again, and it's like. Yeah, they showed it for just like a couple of days, uh, but they showed What's that called again? It's called Modest Heroes. It's Studio Ponic uh, production. I can pull up uh, who the... Uh, let's see. The... Uh, trying to remember who the like uh, directors are, but uh, they're all like... They were all former Studio Ghibli, or some of them mm-hmm. have done other things mm-hmm. as well, too. But it's basically... Kind of just an offset of uh, Ghibli, like the people that just want to continue that work, and it's still like a lot of the animation still has that Ghibli style. Like you're like, oh yeah, that's a Ghibli movie. Like, yeah, yeah. sense way. But I highly recommend. It. I hope they, I hope they release those in some capacity. You can find yeah, online yeah. or something like that yeah. in the future or home video or whatever. Yeah. But definitely recommend that, and can't wait till they do some more mm-hmm. uh, kind of things like that. And the funny thing is that the like Studio Ghibli Museum was in that itself was a limited thing. Yeah. <laughs> there is no like official so Studio Ghibli Museum. Man, gotta go there. Gotta go there. Fantastic. So yeah, good stuff. Lots of yeah. lots of lots of I'll, good I'll stuff. talk about it next time I'm on. But I saw also a silent voice uh, in theaters, which was uh, pretty fucking awesome. I <laughs> you can see why. Uh, King Baby Duck really enjoyed that movie when mm. it came out and was raving about it while everyone was going to see your name. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll speak more of that next time. I'm on. Interesting. Yeah, sounds good. Lots more to come. I got like tracks on the backload mm. already, so I'm ready to rock on to this new year. There's so much to come. I don't. I can't. I don't even know what to talk about. <laughs> so much awesomeness. So much ginkiness to share. Um, We'll have a brief word from our podcasting friends, and I'm going to interject some funny, you know, <laughs> little gems in here. Because why not? I have more, space. more little space here too. So <laughs> enough said. Enjoy, and then we're gonna after the fun stuff. We're gonna continue on with Renje or Reng, and then after that, Miyaki Haruka. And then theory of everything. And we'll have a brief goodbye at the end. So please enjoy. Hello, people of the Abstract Japan universe. This is your King Baby Duck Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders No Race podcast show. Join me every other Tuesday on the Boston Bastard Brigade as we spin some of the hottest tracks from the land of the rising sun. Rock, pop, metal, punk, ska, the whole works. 
We also sprinkle in some of the best and brightest alternative artists and bands from all over the world, creating a truly universal experience for listeners everywhere. Plus, hear my thoughts on the latest in gaming, anime, film, and even welcome a guest or two to showcase something new and enticing for your well-being. That's No Borders, No Race on every other Tuesday at B3Crew.com. The only show where a song like this... ...can be followed by this. Because we play whatever the hell we want. I Heart J-Rock with DJ Sakura is your weekly two-hour show devoted to rock music from Japan. Join me on Saturday nights, 10 p.m. to midnight. I'll be playing the very best and the newest J-Rock, J-Pop, J-Metal, VK, you name it, I'll play it as long as it's from Japan. Thank you. Hello everybody, I'm DJ Panic, host of OK Asia, a program with a wide selection of Asian artists. I like to combine genres from rock, pop, hip-hop, Bollywood, and R&B. So please join me every Saturday from 12 to 2 a.m. on Valley Free Radio. Show with Talon Tunes with Daddy. Show and Tell with Tunes, a podcast that brings you music from many genres and many different types, going from anything from punk to folk, jazz to metal. Basically, if I like it, I play it. And as such, here's a little snippet of some of the things you can expect to hear. Find us on iTunes at Show and Tell with Tunes, and you can search for us on Facebook and Twitter at Show and Tell with Tunes and S Tell and Tunes, and also on any other pro- service where good podcasts can be found. Always in motion is the future. Believe in your own power, you must. May the force be with Japan. Boil Japan. Cup noodle. いつもと同じさ、ピンキー。世界征服を狙うのさ。ピンキーアンドブレイン。
Japan, please. Okay. Here you go. The phone book for Hokkaido, Japan. Thank you. May I please use your phone? Is it a local call? Yes.
Thank you.
Alrighty. Yeah. <coughs> we are back. <laughs> back in effect. Hopefully everything's, you know, they were still working out some kinks. New Should software. be minor, just software issues, but that can be a, a BH. <laughs> as just, we know just in our work world but this is a pleasant software upgrade there's actually more opportunities <laughs> so much awesomeness hopefully hopefully you like the interject interjection of uh some goofy old well not so old but uh random just randomness in there some commercials and pinky in the brain <laughs> japanese thumbed uh, we're both big fans so there's gonna be much more weird randomness because there's much more spots to put clips in so <laughs> whether you like it or not that's gonna be part of it um but otherwise um you know we're just gonna continue on and uh we'll talk about upcoming stuff yeah we've later seen. Dates. yeah Otherwise, uh, where can the universe find you? Uh, just find me on Twitter if you want. Jiggy-san. G-I-G-G-Y-S-A-N. Right on, as usual. And I've started linking uh, both of our Twitters on there. So if you'd like to contact us, just holla. Yeah. Holla at your boys. Good vibes. And that's going to be it. So we're going to continue on. Um, enough said. Stay free. Hey, lip hey. them, lip them, yeah. what?